You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. I was searching through Netflix and uh, I guess apparently I didn't see it, but the movie Pandemic is on there now. <laughs> yeah, I, Talk I about fear mongering. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I refuse to watch it at this moment because I'm like... We're kind of in the pandemic. When fiction becomes life, you yeah. know, you you know, things have turned crazy. Yes, yes, I know. You know, and I don't know. It's just interesting how how much things can get blown up, or or even that like feeling of anxiety. You know, when I've watched The Walking Dead, right? And and so it's funny how those it's not that it's not real, but you're like it's funny when you scroll through. Instagram and Facebook and you talk to and you're like have this back your head but maybe right. just maybe you know something's gonna and and so it's that that the overwhelming clouding fear right that kind of just catches me sometimes. well I, and I think you saw that you know when this whole thing kind of kicked off and we had the great toilet paper shortage of 2020 right which yeah, we're gonna refer back to for generations to come and what you see is like when when fear starts to invade our life and in our cultures um, the shells and the facades that we often live under become stripped away and all of a sudden selfishness begins to trump and yeah you know we we desperately want to hoard food and we think we need to rely on ourselves to make it through and i think that's the 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 tension that many of us are living in right now like how do we continue to have the peace of christ knowing that he has forgiven us and that we are with him and he is for us but also live with the honesty of the anxiety of what that may may not mean moving forward, and so we yeah. we invited a, a friend of ours um, that we've man you've been a part this of this guy. journey from the beginning. In yes, fact, you have season one. Uh, we had a, a interview with you about legacy with you and your mm-hmm. son, and yes. and uh, so I want to invite uh, Brian back to the uh, the the podcast. Yay, Brian! Yay! Thank you. Um, he, he has one of those voices again that can read you a bedtime story and you'll fall asleep right away. Uh, yes, but, uh, Brian has, uh, had a unique journey over the last few years, the time that we've known, I've known you for 10 years. Um, Way too many journeys. I know too many, too and, many journeys. And I think some of his journeys in the past, um, can speak into the current situation that many of us might find ourselves. We're yeah. week three, as best as we can tell, maybe week four yeah, yeah, um, yeah. of kind of the coronavirus. And, and we don't know where we're going to be. We're recording this early. Um, but some of us will have found uh, very secure, stable jobs, not so secure and stable anymore. Yeah. Um, some of us will uh, be finding ourselves unemployed or without a paycheck for a season or two. Yeah. And uh, fear can definitely take root in those situations. So, Brian, um, I- introduce yourself, and uh, then we'll kind of go with it from there. Do I get my full name, or do I keep anonymity? Social security number and so credit card numbers with the secret code on the back Hi. would be fantastic. No, I'm Brian. Good friends of Bill and Travis. Yes. And thank you for not inviting my son as you threatened to on this <laughs> podcast to get his version of me raising him as a father. Well, we care about you. I think we have that. week five um, exactly. lined up we've, for we've, uh, the corona. We just did. I think we've healed all those past wounds, my son and I. So I think you have. You can you can bring him on. We're going to call these current views. I think, it, I think it's safe. <laughs> I think it's safe. So, so anyways, uh, Brian, you you, um, you have had in your, in your lifetime um, uh, unexpected... Unexpected moments happen with your employment. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's not my first rodeo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So unlike, unlike many others, it's, I'm not un, I'm not unique in that. So, so what I would love to know well, from from your perspective, kind of what is that mental game that you 
engage in? And what are some of the things that you have learned over the years of kind of going in and out of this um, that may be helpful and beneficial to, to guys and, and women yeah. that are currently kind of going, now what? Now, now what? You know, so much of my identity was wrapped up in my employment. So much of my identity and value was wrapped up in my ability to, to earn and provide. Yeah. Now what? And so just kind of wrestle with that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so multifaceted. It's almost like, where do you start? Um, coming to terms with the fact that um, my profession, um, my ability to earn was my idol. Right. Um, that consumed me in terms of time and energy and effort. And uh, in the midst of that idol, when you have an idol, everything else suffers along the way. So mm. whether it's... Uh, my fellowship, my faith, my marriage, my relationships would all suffer because they would get the scraps. So acknowledging that it was even an idol. Right. And kind of um, refocusing myself a little bit more. Um, I would say the last two years um, have been probably the longest season. Not that I've been out of work for two years, um, but there have been a lot of changes in those two years. And I think it was God trying to remind me of... You remember that idol, um, whether it was chasing the mm. better position with yeah. the better pay, with the better opportunity, you know, it was all about me seeking something that I thought was better for me. Um, and so, you know, recently um, I lost a position, probably a mutually benefiting um, separation, but nonetheless, still, um, when you are without a profession and you're without a paycheck, you wonder how is God going to provide? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I think during that time, what's helped me more than any, well, one of the main things that has helped me really has been being more plugged in um, to my church and more so the community mm, portion yeah. of that in terms of people, the relationships. Um, not that it takes away the, the situation, but that you're no longer isolated or I'm no longer isolated. I can uh, share that burden with others, even though it's difficult um, and know that there are people who are genuinely caring and praying for me and my wife and I. Um, let let, let yeah. me um, pick at that just a little bit, because I think um, I know that sometimes I wrestle with when I'm going through a hard time. Yeah. Um, of um, I, I, maybe it's the American culture, maybe it's the just the man DNA. I'm not sure, but but I don't want to burden others with my burden because my burden is so heavy for myself. Yep. Yeah. And so there's a desire to say, well, I'll, I'll just figure it out on my own. And what I hear you saying is that that was actually the antithesis of what what you needed to do was to figure out that community to to share that burden with um, to help you journey through that. How did you finally end up at that spot where you're like? I'm not going to try and carry this alone anymore. I'm going to actually invest in the community in such a way that there's there's life there. Wow. Um, you know, it, it probably started with my wife um, and sharing that burden. It, it's hard to, you know, being humbled, you know, God has a way of humbling you. Yes, um, he does. And yeah. he yeah. can do it slowly or he can smack you over the head. Um, you know, we got plugged into a really neat church here in the area uh, a couple years ago. Um, and with that was... All right, we're all in. Let's let's get invested. Let's not tinker around with the church. Let's not tinker around with being engaged. Um, and we said, you know, we're all in. So, you know, we're involved in different serving ministries. We're involved in, in different fellowship opportunities, whether it be a community or a Bible study. And that has led to relationships. And when you're really engaged in relationships, you can't 
you can't have secrets. You, know, right. you can't carry yeah. that burden by yourself. Yeah. And it's very humbling because I'm the kind of guy that's, I'll figure it out. You know, through that, there's a balance. You know, I, I still have to walk by faith and, and trust that God loves me and is sovereign. Um, but at the same time, I've, I've got to take, I've got to do the, the worldly thing of networking, applying, um, talking to people, seeking counsel. And, you know, my prayer has always been God, open and close doors, and I'll follow. It's when the doors close that are, are tough. Oh, yeah. But when he opens doors, they can be pretty miraculous along the way. And I think through this all, you know, I can't take the glory for any of that. I've got to right. give God the glory in terms of what the end result will look like. And trust that he's going to provide. You know, he'll, and, you know, he has up until this point. He's been gracious. Um, the, I don't want to isolate because when you get when you isolate all, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't use this term loosely, but that's when the devil can really come in and just do a number on you yeah, um, yeah, yeah. emotionally. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah. So, so, um, you know, you alluded to it and I, I don't want to put some, some structure behind it. Um, because I've, I've heard it said that when you, if you find yourself in a situation where, um, you don't have a job, um, you need to see the, the, the journey of looking for a job becomes your job. Mm-hmm. And to approach it in the sense of like you have to set these simple goals for you so that at the end of the day you can feel like you've accomplished something, whether it be filling out a certain number of uh, job applications or yeah. having a certain number of networking conversations or something like that so that you don't lose uh, hope. And at the end of the day, you have a, a little injection of like, OK, I did what I could do today. You know, as, as, as you were talking, I had this picture of. Like miners, those who mine for gold, like they know that in this in this mountain is gold, right? And to say, okay, I know it's there, so I'm just going to stand here and stare at it, or I'm going to know that it's there, and I'm working with purpose to go that eventually. I'm I don't know where it is, but I'm going to find it. And I think that's almost what the feeling I, I that I'm getting from you is the idea of like pray like it's up to like it's up to God and work like it's up to us, and go, it's there, but it's not just going to be handed to me. I need to dig for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you got it. You've got to dig for it, but I don't want to dig for it in such a way that I ignore the other truths that God has revealed. In terms mm, of, okay, don't get so obsessed with that either, because things don't happen right away. Yeah, right. Um, okay, and it I've got to trust time. God that each seed is planted, and I'll water it as much as I can, and recognize that I'm limited. And at some point, you trust God. Yeah. Um, you know, leaning on uh, Scripture is important because it. It balances out the approach. You know, right. There's certain scripture that I lean on, whether it be in Proverbs or one in, in Philippians, that you just got to trust God. Um, follow and trust that he's going to open and close doors uh, accordingly. Um, yeah. What are some of those verses that... No, I knew you'd put me on the spot. <laughs> Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's an awesome one. Uh, lean not on my own understanding, which can make me crazy. Yeah. yeah all my ways acknowledge him. And he'll make my path straight. It doesn't always feel like it's straight, but when you kind of do that look back, you went, "Oh, wow, yeah, yeah right, yeah." So uh, Philippians, me, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no that's gonna, great. I was really going to be the Bible do it. guy here. <laughs> do it. Gonna, go, go, go. I was going to give you a second one to really sound like I was spiritual here. <laughs> yeah, do it. I want that. The other one hit. is in Philippians four uh, seven, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, my comprehension, yeah, uh, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. I mean, those things. You've got to lean on. I can only pl- do so many apps. 
I can only do so many games of solitaire to yeah. free up my time. And really getting into the word is, is important. So I really surround myself yeah. with great people, with great brothers and sisters, uh, with the word of God mm. during this whole process. They're not mutually exclusive. They kind of, I need to do them all simultaneously. So, so um, to jump in real quick, how do you, how do you process the emotional roller coaster? Of um, because I know that there's been times that you've been deep into interviews and we've had conversations where it's like, man, this feels like the one. You've had the final interview. It's between you and one other candidate, and and all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out from underneath you. Yeah. And no doubt that there's an emotional roller coaster that can go on with that. Um, what has that been like for you? And and what have you learned through that process as well? And any advice you might give to, to people who find themselves, maybe for the first time ever in their lives, in that emotional roller coaster? You know, it, boy, that's a great question, complex answer. Um, I mean, that one recently happened uh, where, you know, I had eight interviews. Right. And they came back oh. and said, we're going to go with an eternal candidate. Mm. All right. Um, you take it personally. Like, what did I do wrong? Why don't they like me? Right. Um, and yet you let it go. You got to let it go. Because if, if, the, if the prayer is for God to take this and you walk in faith, then he closed the door for a reason. Yeah. Ugh. It appears that this last rejection, and I hate, yeah, I'll call it rejection, was probably a good rejection mm. um, in discovering more about the organization and yeah. what's going on there now. Um, and, and another door opened up almost immediately after that. And I won't bore you guys with the details, but there's another opportunity sitting out there. And John, if you're out there listening, will you give me a call? So, uh, so John, you know who you are, John, you know who you are. Uh, no, I met a, I met a great guy who I met a couple years ago that I never would have thought. And there's been a series of events around that, that, this is going to either be a bad joke or, you know, I just have to be patient and with the. With the events taking place now uh, with the coronavirus, um, that has delayed it. Yeah. So there still remains a hope that this is the right. God has opened the door. I just have to be patient now right. with that process. So is it fair to say that um, in the emotional roller coaster, um, we can lie to ourselves and say it's no big deal and try to cover up the, the true emotions of that moment? And what I hear you saying is like, be honest with it. Yeah. Kind of like Ecclesiastes. Yeah. There is a time to dance and there is a time to mourn. Yeah. To be to be honest with it, um, to journey through that, but to not remain in that disappointment or yeah. that letdown and to in some way move forward on the next day and say, Okay, it is what it is, it hurts, but I'm gonna trust you, God, in the next step. I wouldn't say that at all. No, yes, okay. you're exactly right. No, no, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, no, you're right. Um, thank you, Brian, very much for being here today. We, uh, we're gonna be, I mean, I, you know, yeah, you, you've got to be honest. You, you have to have those difficult conversations with my wife. Right. You know, my sons know what go, what's going on, yeah. and they're always asking. Um, I got a text today uh, asking a, a friend saying, hey, how things are going? I said, well... I'm being patient, and he sends back a text saying, "You know, I'm really getting tired for praying, uh, praying for you. Uh, you know, prayer, prayerful fatigue, prayer fatigue. Is there yeah. such a thing? Yeah. I don't know. So yes. may, and maybe it's dropping down the list. I don't know. But it, but it also humbles me that people care enough 
Um, I mean, I've had some very humbling conversations with people um, in my church and extended friendships, uh, brothers and sisters, mostly brothers, um, about, hey, we're here for you. Right. We don't know what that means, but we're here for you. Um, And we're not going to let you fall. That's great stuff to hear. It's very humbling. So, so, so let's say um, maybe you're not the one that uh, finds themselves in a, a, an employment stressful situation, but a dear friend of yours is. Yeah. What are some helpful things and some, some unhelpful things that your friends, family, and people who love you have done that looking back, you're like going, yeah, that was really helpful. Or, you know what, that just offered more stress than, than not, you know, because, I, again, people want to reach out and see how you're doing. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. some point, you're like, I don't want to answer this one more time. I've answered this 30 times. And every time I answer it, you see, so what are some of those behaviors that friends can do well, to uh, help out? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to stop people from asking who are, who are truthfully, uh, truly praying for me. I okay. owe it to them. If I'm going to share with them, I owe it to them to give them yeah, yeah, yeah. an update. That, right. That's that's part of, you know, engaging and 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 creating community is you're in it together uh, yeah. you don't pick and choose when and how you ask if you're praying they have they have every reason to ask me how things are going because i know it's coming from their heart right um and i try to limit yeah you would think i try to limit but it seems like i'm telling everybody but i try to limit <laughs> the people i share things with for those who truly care um and give them updates as to what's happening or what's not happening because i know they really in their heart of hearts care about me right um i i you know i i don't know what works and what doesn't work i i try not to judge other people for what they say or try to i know they're trying to help and they try to say things that are encouraging and it may not always be um but the fact that they care enough i just i'll take it in and i have to and i have to kind of um discern right where they're coming from and either it's going to be uplifting or I just let it go. Um, that's up to me. That's on me not to get caught up in some of that stuff mm. and really, and really know that their heart's in the right place. They may not be able to communicate it. It's, it may be as equally awkward to them. Right. To see me struggle. Yeah. 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 And, and so I, I try not to be too so, judgmental of that. So a posture that you can have is one of assuming the best always. Um, and those people who, maybe going through this for the first time trying to help out a friend um they don't know what to do and so they're trying to figure this out as well and i think at some point it's helpful to also um define the relationship so to speak or call out the elephant in the room and have the conversation like hey dude i want to be helpful to you and i want to be a blessing to you but i also understand that some of the things i think might be helpful may be hurtful yeah and so to, to seek from that person that's going through that, what does it actually look like to help you? Does it help you that I check in every day? Or does it just help you to post a scripture verse of encouragement mm-hmm. for you every day? Yeah. Or like, what is that? So to define the boundaries so that both of you can yeah. feel like there's success in there. I mean, words of encouragement are always welcome. Again, it, because I know where their heart is. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to um, minimize that in any way. Right. A scripture verse is great, you know, but ultimately it's between my wife and I right? and the Lord. I mean, yeah. ultimately, you know, I've got to process that with myself or with her or with maybe a small group of friends. We're yeah. on a deeper level, you know, with other friends, it's, it's, it's less, um, detailed as to what's going on. I, right. I'll share the basics. Um, I, you know, and the, you know, the other thing is, is I'm realizing is, um, I can't stay focused on me. Mm. 
Uh, I think that's dangerous. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the Looking things outwards. because that's just being selfish. Because look, there are people in much greater need than me, um, and part of my way of uh, managing this time is taking time to reach out to other people and serving them. Um, for, very so, good so for me to serve others um, gets that focus off of me because if, if I'm focused on me all day long, that's a bummer. Oh, right. Yeah, just right? tunnel vision, just, everything. Yeah, everything. So shows. really taking time to reach out to others, you know, that I do through uh, in my neighborhood or in my community group at church or serving a church, that's, that's healthy for me uh, emotionally, spiritually. It's, that makes a big difference. I, th- I think if I didn't have that, and I was just in other seasons have been isolated. Right. That's crazy making to be isolated because you're, you're stuck with your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own, you know, ways of understanding things. And other people gives, can give you perspective or as you're serving others, it, it gives me great perspective of mm. everything around. Yeah. Me. yeah it's yeah. not just me. It's really good words. No, I, I, appreciate, I think this is all good because I think it's all those crisis moments that like, okay, I'm okay. And then all of a sudden you bounce back into it like, oh, it, like, like it just hurts again. And so, I think there's there's a lot of people that are going to be walking through this, so I appreciate what you're saying. To spend time in the Word, to stay focused, to, to drive through and, and continue to, to make choices, but also to have open conversations. So if you have a friend going through this, I love what you just said because that idea of, man, hey, I don't know what to do with this, but I want to pray for you, but I don't want to be that, that weird person who says, everything works together for good, just pray about it. You know, and you're like, you want to punch those people sometimes. So having the honest conversation with a friend is actually more valuable because you'll actually tear open a piece of that heart to allow them to say hey you you can have this too so um no i think it's great brian thank you so much i appreciate all this yeah any final words no i i uh you know i think uh your final words of encouragement are huge where um in a, in a moment that can be consumed with um looking at self and worrying about self um finding places and opportunities to serve others is life-giving mm-hmm. and it's hard yeah. and it's difficult but the opportunities are abounding in our culture to serve others. Yeah. And um, you'll never know what God can do through that. So I think that was a really good uh, words of encouragement there. So thank you, brother. Um, God bless you on the journey. We're excited to see how this all uh, unfolds for you over the next few weeks and months. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. And John, if you're listening, give me a call. <laughs> Love <Sorry>. it. <laughs> God bless oh, you guys. Man, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Buy Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.